the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is a special night indeed. America, we have finally reached Election Day. What a crazy long 2020 it has been so far uh, from everything that we've experienced as a nation. And I'm, I sit here tonight both excited, fascinated, um, in love with my country more than ever before, but I ain't going to lie to y'all because I have no idea how tonight is going to turn out. I think as we look at the election returns so far, there's a couple things that strike out at me, and then I will bring in my partner here, bring in you all as well as, uh, you know, then kick off the show. I think it's clear to me, uh, the never been more clear to me than tonight, the role that the media has played in controlling this country and controlling our elections. And it is shocking to me to see it play out, to see media outlets that were once so trusted just completely blow that out of the water. It is not looking at, and on, so on top of the fact that it's the media's role in this is concerning as we sit here. The New York Times today tweeted out and said that the role of the media is to declare the winner. No, that's actually, actually, the, our elections are not decided by the media. Let that sink in for a moment. As you, as many of you are tweeting, why is this outlet calling for Biden with only 5% reporting or whatever? And why is this happening here? It's because the media has us conditioned and has us believing that they get to decide who the winner is instead of the secretaries of state of each state certifying based upon legal votes only being counted. That's what it's supposed to be. Second thing that jumps out at me tonight is, as other people have pointed out, what we're already seeing so far does not match what we were told by the polls. Uh, you know, we're already shifting and hearing about how Arizona now is a critical state when all day long we heard about Florida and Georgia, Georgia and North Carolina. So I have no idea how this is going to flesh out. But what we do know is based upon 2016 is that it's too early. One of the reasons why the media is not calling states is because the polls that are still open, they want you to give up. If there is a polling in, in San Diego and in California, we are still open until eight o'clock. Everybody must get out and vote. If you were in line in Michigan, if you were in line anywhere where the, where the polls are still open, do not get out of line. You must stay in. 888-344-1170. I want to hear from you guys how you're doing tonight. 
Um, I do think that uh, my third point of observation I wanted to make kicking off the show is I do think that we will have declared tonight a projected winner. I don't think that it's going to go into days because I just think that as I'm seeing states being called prematurely in some instances, uh, they really want to have this declared and called for Joe Biden tonight. They don't want to project protracted legal situation because the law is not on their side and the Supreme Court is not in their favor in terms of makeup because we actually now have a majority of people that actually care about the U.S. Constitution instead of uh, flipping elections, you know, and doing doing the work of the Democrat Party. 888-344-1170. We want to hear from you guys. How are you feeling tonight? What are your thoughts so far? Uh, Did you see any shenanigans at at your polling place, place where you were at? Have you voted yet? Are you in line? Are you listening to me on an app and you're in line somewhere? I want to hear from you. We've got Tom DeBaccaro, who's going to be with us tonight, author of the book, The Divided Era. He ran against Kamala Harris, but for the ridiculous, stupid, moronic jungle primaries we have here in California, I believe he would have won the primary and beaten her handily in the Senate race. He's going to be here to give his unique, amazing perspective. And um, the, then we're going to leave uh, the phones open to you. 888-344-1170. My man who's joining me tonight, who's already nervous about a few things. In spite of the fact I got to throw it back at you, man, last night, you gave a, ba- a big, bold prediction. Of course, I'm talking about my man, DJ Potato Skins. Yeah, no fancy liner tonight. Uh, very concerned about the outcome of the election. Uh I stand by what I said, but also kind of emulate what you said. Were this a fair election, I'm looking at the electoral map right now. I would see a lot more red. I have already, I, you and I have been texting throughout the day. I have seen numerous things that just says that there is a little bit or a lot of uh, cheating that's going yeah. on, a lot of rigging that's going on. I know there's lawyers out there. I really wanted it called tonight for Trump. Texas is concerning me. Pennsylvania is concerning me. And I'm doing a lot of praying right now. Yeah. In fact, it's really important that we do that, that we pray. One of the things that I want to point out is if you haven't voted yet and you still have an opportunity to go out and vote, go out and vote. And even if it's in California and you think, you know what, there's no way Trump can win. Did we not learn the lesson? I talked about this last night in terms of how all the other congressional races and local races from mayor to city council to school board to sheriff, how that affects our lives to county supervisors, that the county supervisors are in so much control, complete control of our businesses and San Diego County right now under the guise of public health. So get out and vote. And one of the things I, I thought about today, and I hadn't heard anybody mention, we've been we're always hearing about the Hispanic vote. We're hearing about the suburban mom vote. By the way, Trump did win Florida in part because get this, DJ Potato Skins, according to Gateway Pundit, he got fifty three percent of the Hispanic vote in Florida. Wow. 53%. That's great. He also, what we don't know tonight is uh, about the the African-American vote, the black vote. If that went anywhere close to 20% for Trump, he will win the night. Um, but the Christian vote, I got to thinking about that. Nobody's been talking about the You evan- never hear about that. We, yeah, we, we heard a little bit about it in 2016 because the evangelicals were not supposed to vote for Trump. Well, yeah, exactly. They, right, and then, they, you know, when Romney ran, that, that that was, they weren't a factor. They sat at home. They sat at home. And we might not have had, you know, some people say this is the most important election of, of our lifetime. It is in the sense that this is our chance to save America. But really 2008 
was because that's when we had a Marxist who was running for office and nobody was allowed to ask any questions about his background. You know, uh, if you did, you were called a racist. And uh, John McCain allowed him to run pretty unopposed, of course, Barack Obama. And then in 2012, we had the evangelical stay at home because it just they just couldn't bring themselves to vote for a Mormon. Here's the thing that, you know, nobody's talking about the evangelical vote. If you are a Christian, one of the things that I pointed out today, I understand the mindset of God is in control. We serve a risen Savior who's alive today. I understand that. And I hear and I've heard from many Christians over this year that they don't want to get involved in politics and we need to keep politics out of our church and this and that. Well, I don't want you know, I I get that due to. a nonprofit status, they can't be telling us how to vote at the pulpit. But, you know, we as Christians, are, you know, I don't think that because the Lord is in control that that means I get to sit around all day and I don't have to do anything. God to, would to, have you take action. Well, yeah, we have to take action in every area of our lives. You know, we're supposed to be contributing to our, you know, part of our ministry is to be involved in our government, to be involved in our community. We should be, who better than Christians? We are a country founded on Judeo-Christian Christian principles and values. You look at what is most at stake in this election. The choice is really an America as we knew it, based upon Judeo-Christian principles and values that was protecting your First Amendment rights, including your right to to uh, exercise your religion versus the Marxist utopia the left has coming for us, which involves a cancel culture, which means you will be canceled. They will come after you to have you personally and professionally destroyed for Judeo-Christian principles and values and, and, and the expression of it. Christians more than anybody, we must we must get out and vote. You know, and you, you saw here in California, Andrea, that, you know, we weren't able to, you know, go to churches. You could go to Walmart, but you couldn't go to a church. You think that was anything? Biden wins this election? Oh, it's going it, to, that's nationwide. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just to give you a little bit of rundown and update on, on what's actually been called uh, for Trump, Kentucky, Indiana, um, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama. Uh, West Virginia for Trump, um, Louisiana for Trump, uh, for Biden, New Jersey, South Carolina. Let's see, Vermont, uh, Virginia. Now we've heard that Florida's yeah. called, but I'm looking at Fox News. They still have not called it yet. Of course, of course, Fox News has not called uh, uh, for Florida. They're going to hold back on that. You know, they've got. They're projecting. They 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 projected and de- actually declared Biden the winner of Virginia with only a small percentage in, but ninety something percent, ninety five percent of Florida uh, returns are in with like a two hundred thousand vote. Uh, you know, lead for President Trump, and they're not going to call it for Florida. Uh, let's this if if. If you didn't understand that our media, our entire mainstream media outlet, which includes cable news and Fox News, is in the tank and part of the establishment, one party, deep state cabal, you should understand it now. Yeah, I was speaking of Virginia when I first saw that and I was looking at the numbers and I said, wait a minute, let me refresh the page. That's not right. And it just blew me away. There was no votes that were even tallied yet. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, a couple of key Senate races. Uh, Mitch McConnell has won his race in Kentucky, and that was one that was supposedly a little bit of concern for people because of the amount of cash that was poured in uh, to to his opponent there. We're going to take a break and we come back. Uh, we're going to bring in Tom DeBaccaro. So stay tuned. 
Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I'm hearing reports uh, from some of you that are watching and listening live on Facebook right now on The Answer San Diego. We're having some audio problems. I've checked all the connections. It's not us. I will tell you that Facebook uh, downthrottled and basically took Gateway Pundit off today, did the same thing to Mark Levin. Uh, we, we've seen that across the board on Twitter, From uh, did the same thing to Raheem Kassam. And Gateway, they're doing everything that they can to try to. The, and, and big tech is the same as the mainstream media in these cable news outlets. You know, and by the way, many of you were upset earlier that Fox News Channel reportedly called Biden wait uh, Virginia for Biden way too soon. Well, you know what? CNN, CNN is walking it back and saying it's too soon to call Virginia for Biden. And they're saying that Trump is in the lead. What does that tell you about the state of our media and that we need to stay calm? It's not over yet. And the man who actually said that earlier today said, people, y'all need to chill. He was probably sipping on a Cabernet, eating some some veal Milanese, sniffing his rose garden at the time that he tweeted that out. Of course, I'm talking about my man, Tom Del Beccaro. Hey, Tom, welcome back to the show, my friend. How are you, love? <laughs> you are too, you are too much. We need uh, pictures of that too, Tom. Uh, no, 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 Tom. I'm just the right amount. I'm not too much. Although not everybody can handle my amount. All right. So that's, that's true. What are you seeing two tonight? Years, two two years ago, I told you this would be a close election, uh, and certainly COVID has has ensured that. Um, I think things are generally where they should be. Trump is, uh, you know, one Florida. Um, and, uh, and that was a big thing to fall. Uh, he's ahead in Michigan. It's not clear to me, uh, uh, exactly where Wisconsin will finish up, but I don't understand North Carolina at this stage. We have, uh, 80% of the vote in Trump is catching up but he's still two points down. And if he doesn't win North Carolina, it, it, it becomes harder. Uh, I think Pennsylvania is going to take a long time to work itself out. There's only 11% in, and we may not know that to tomorrow. Also concerning, I, I, I'm honest with you, is Ohio, although yep. obviously the outlying counties haven't all reported in. And so that, that is going to go down to the wire. Um, I don't if Trump doesn't win Ohio and Pennsylvania, he can't win. I still think he can win both. I still think he can win Michigan. Um, and we're, and I think he, uh, you know, Wisconsin's going to go back and forth all night, only 3 percent in. Um, I'm not worried about Texas. Uh, uh, 61 percent reported in. It's essentially tied at this point. He will take that as well. So it's going to come down to overnight probably counting in Pennsylvania and North Carolina uh, to determine this race because and Arizona. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think there's a chance Trump can win Nevada. But it's going to be a close election. I never believed in the landslide scenario. Me neither. I do believe, I do believe in him winning the Electoral College, but um, this is the divided era. Someone should write a book about that. Yeah. 
Well, um, you know, but here's, you know, at the time you wrote The Divided Era, we did not have the cancel culture that we have to this degree. We did not have the mainstream media so obviously in the tank. Imagine what would have happened in the last two weeks had Don Jr.'s laptop revealed the extent of the corruption that had gone on in the last four years of a Trump administration. Imagine Don Jr. with a laptop showing showing him on a crack pipe and showing him with pictures with young girls. The, the, um, um, we, we are sitting here today, Tom DeBacaro, four years after an illegal spying operation took place with the Democrat sitting president in 2016 that then paved the way, lie, including lying to the FISA courts, including implanting spies in, in the campaign, then launching, launching an illegal investigation in, in order to basically launch the coup attempt, and we have not had an indictment. I am disgusted today by Bill Barr and by Durham. It is absolutely inexcusable. We would not even be close if we had a media doing actual journalism and reporting, and it would not be close in this country if we had an actual accountability of treason going on in our government and corruption at the highest levels. And I'm disgusted by it. Uh, and and I think it was a big – I add to that by saying I think it was a big mistake for Giuliani at all to wait as long as they did. They should have come out a month earlier with all this information yep. and so it could be more fully developed. I, I, I think they were just thinking an October surprise would be enough. Now, now having said – and I agree with you. I, you know, the fact that Andy McCabe is not in jail is, is utterly absurd. He was referred by – and Christopher Ray is a joke, um, and the media is now completely over the top. I mean, it's not even close anymore. And big tech is is the same sort of way. Um, you know, look at the start of this year, uh, Trump was rolling, and and I think he it wouldn't even be close tonight, but for COVID, and of course the way the media has handled that. But as I as I look at this map. I just don't understand North Carolina and why it is at 88% reporting, I think it is now, and and 81% reporting. And Trump continues to close the gap. Now it's down uh, 1.9%. He's got to win North Carolina. And if he can win Michigan and Wisconsin, then I think, uh, you know, he could do without Pennsylvania, uh, potentially without Ohio. Uh, or Pennsylvania, but it's look, it's going to be a nail biter. I won't lie to you. Well, yeah, and so much of it comes down to the media. It, you know, uh, yeah, Giuliani, you know, we, the, it's classic. He should have come out earlier. I said that when this stuff broke. And it's just so classic of the Republican Party to continue to be operating as though it's 1993. Right. And, you know, I'm bringing, you know, it's like Mitt Romney in 2012, you know, just completely flat footed, you know, and just not really not really up to the battle and the fight that the Democrat is bringing to to us and to this nation and to this party. And we have one man that has stood between us and the communism that this left is trying to do to us. And, you know, if we had, you know, if we had an honest media, if we had reporters actually doing their job and there was there were many mistakes. The President Trump made with the coronavirus, but not not doing his job, not working with the the quote scientist was not one of them, not actually um, doing everything that he could do to provide 
uh, the protective gear, ventilators. The man sent military uh, vessels around, had the, had the military set up makeshift hospitals in Central Park. I mean, there was absolutely nothing that the, anybody else could have done any better. I don't think he articulated it very well. But had what happened was it got ahead of him. There's nothing he could have done, Tom DeBacaro, because the media so grasped onto the psyche of Americans and implanted so much panic in them that there was almost nothing Trump could do to get it out of them. And that was because the media beating the drum all day, every day. And there was even a lot of conservatives that joined in on that. So here we are. And, you know, um, I think we need to we need to be praying tonight. And I think that um, it's frustrating. I want to say it's only 630 in California. So you can hear my voice. You got to get out there to vote down. Prop 15. I know you get into Orange County, and so you people need to vote for Young Kim or Michelle Steele and Daryl Issa, of course, in San Diego County. But people need to get out there and, and vote if you still have the chance, because we're not probably not going to know the results of Prop 15 for for three, four weeks. And every single vote on every vote no on Prop 15 is necessary. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, and I mentioned this kind of earlier in the show. Then we're talking to Tom DeBacaro, author of The Divided Era, political vanguard. He's written other books besides just The Divided Era. He's on media all over the place. Go to TomDell.com as well. Um, we have a lot of, uh, you know, somebody messaged me tonight and said, hey, I voted today. And it was such a small ballot. It was hardly a few people were actually <clears throat> running for office. It was all these propositions and ballot measures. And I'm like, yeah. Um, and you know what? They're really important. Uh, one of which seeks to pierce through the protections of property taxes for people's homes. That's what the play is with with that Proposition 15. So everybody needs to get out to vote. He, if, if the polls are still open, one of the things, the lessons of coronavirus should have taught us, Tom W. Bacaro, is that it's so many times people only go to vote when it's a big election, like and vote for president. One of the things coronavirus, I think, should have taught us is the impact on the on the local level from county supervisors to sheriff's deputies to mayor and city council, as well as paying attention to these different propositions and, and how it affects our lives. And these ones that are on the ballot here in California um, you know, and, and I actually shared some of your suggestions to people. You can go to Tom Debacar on Facebook. You probably still have it up, right? On how people yeah, should vote on the propositions. <clears throat> or or dot com as well. It's right on the front page there. It's still vital uh, to get out there. Kristen Gaspar in, in, in your county needs to get uh, needs to be put back in there. So, uh, it, you know, don't sit at home tonight. Make a difference in <laughs> In, in your local elections, to be sure. One of the things that I said uh, to Debacaro last night and yesterday on Facebook was, and this is one of the reasons why I'm not, um, I, I, I'm upset that it's even close, but I'm also re-energized because I said yesterday that if you understand really what's going on in this country and the fight that we face, it's really not, Trump represents Trump was elected because of our government and both parties had failed us to it. And I know that you're former head of the Republican Party, but no, let's be I honest. These these long term career politics outsiders we turn to outsiders when when the parties fail. That's just a historical fact. Right. And Trump and, and what Trump did in this last four years, whether or not he gets reelected tonight, is he exposed the extent 
of the corruption in our government and the deep state. And it's not just a few people at the top of the FBI, as Sean Hannity says repeatedly. And I'm a fan of Hannity, but it, but he's incorrect there. The deep state is very deep and it's very wide. And it's not just the FBI, it, it, you know, and, it, and it's not just the DOJ. We saw with the impeachment, the extent of the intelligence communities with people like Eric Chimarella and Vinman. We saw with the State Department. Um, the State Department, um, Fiona, all these ambassadors and their role that they played with the Steele dossier, right? And, and so, you know, uh, we, tr- and that's one reason why I'm so angry at Bill Barr for not doing his job to hold anybody accountable. And what we need to be prepared to do is do our part as citizens. We can't be just sitting back after four years, Tom Debacar, and voting for Trump and then thinking, okay, now we got to dump it all on Trump. We need to be active. We need to realize that this fight for the soul of our nation, for America as we know it, versus the Marxist agenda of the left, is a fight that's 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because that's the left. That's how hard they fight for it, Yes. Yeah, I've been saying that for 20 years, that the Democrats are 24-365 into the 24-7-365. Republicans favor part-time government, so they think they only have to fight for it part-time. And that's not true at all. And they and the Democrats use public employee unions, teachers unions, on and on and on to push their messages. And Republicans, they don't realize that the Democrats are much more into this in winning the business of politics. We think we can win the ideas, but the Democrats see it more as a business. Um, DJ Potato Skins was keeping his eye on some things while we were talking, and he just mentioned that uh, Texas picked up steam and just flipped back red. So um, that just breaking news from DJ Potato Skins. So I think that that underscores what you were saying, Tom DeBacaro, that it's early. Yeah, no, look, Texas is going to be... Republican. I'm not worried about that. The issue is uh, North Carolina. It's a it's a tougher road to hoe if Trump doesn't win North Carolina. If he, if he wins North Carolina, Ohio becomes less important. But you but but he needs to win all three of those, including uh, Pennsylvania, uh, if he wants to have some comfort level and doesn't want the Democrats suing for the end of time. Uh, I got to run. All right. I always like being on with you. We will talk later this week, I hope. All right. Thanks, Tom, for being here. I appreciate it. I have a, before I go to break, I have a theory about uh, North Carolina. And, and, I, and I had heard earlier today that the Democrats were surprised that uh, the early voting, a lot of blacks didn't turn out in What's early voting in, in North Carolina. I think just in general, um, I think that that them not turning out to vote, if that's true, them not turning out to, to vote is is what's made winning North Carolina tougher for Trump because he's actually doing better with African-American, the oh, African-American vote than By any far. other Republican. So he needed them to come out as much as Biden did. And it makes it harder if they stayed home. You know, that's that's you know, it, may, it makes it tougher for Trump. Uh, so um, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to pick it up on the other side. 888-344-1170. Uh, if uh, you want to weigh in as well. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K. Show. Um, just a little updates here. According to uh, Potato Skins, Ohio is looking a little bit better. 
Uh, Trump only down uh, 1.2%. Yeah, it's too early in some of these states. Here's a little bit interesting, though. Remember I said earlier about Florida. Fox still doesn't want to call it for Florida. They, they 91%, want... guys. Yeah, come on, come on now. Um, but here's... Um, uh, some tweets. According to a top Miami Democrat, uh, he says that what went wrong in Florida is we must have gotten obliterated by Hispanics. I assumed worst case was plus 15. Defund the police killed us. We came out strong for Black Lives Matter and then saw the Hispanic pushback and went lukewarm and got killed with both demos. Absolutely. You know, they thought the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, um, thought that they were going to throw in, you know, uh, pander to Hispanics and throw in brown people among it. And the Hispanics were like, what are you doing including us in this? We don't have anything to do with George Floyd or Jacob, do whatever, you know, sexual assault or are. We're not burning down businesses and beating people, business owners with two by fours on the streets. That's not us. What are you doing including us in your crap? Right. So um, there's some Democrats that are nervous that they might that what this might mean for them in Arizona. Uh, somebody else said with the results coming from Texas, it's pretty clear that Biden's collapse among Hispanics is not limited to Cubans, which doesn't portend well for him in Arizona. I'd so say that's, that's interesting. Spot on. Yeah. So um, uh, I don't get this tweet from somebody. Looks like Trump won the Latino vote and Biden won the Latinx vote. I don't know <laughs> what. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, uh, there was. Uh, I, I, what I'm not seeing tonight is earlier today. There was all wait for it. The big movement was wait for it. You know, basically what the Democrats were telling people was, I didn't see that. Uh, if Trump's declared the winner tonight, then you know, wait for it. We're going to continue to recount absentees and mail-in ballots until we get the results we want. Uh, we're not hearing any about that tonight because they're hoping that at, at this point that they're going to be able to declare Biden the winner tonight. So and this uh, just in, uh, at least from Fox News anyway, Louisiana has gone for Trump. Yes. Um, and what's interesting is you would think, uh, well, Louisiana is its own bird, but you would think that de- that that would that de- North Carolina would be similar. I, you know, I was born in North Carolina, but I got to tell you, I don't know the constituency there. I don't know them. I do know that Lindsey Graham in South Carolina seems to be winning so far based upon uh, results. Uh, his um, reelection, which, you know, I'm not a fan of Grammasty, but I'd rather him than the Democrat. Matt Gates has won his reelection in Florida. Um, the word Fox was reporting that the Democrats have kept uh, their House majority at the same time. Um, you know, it's still looking as though there's a possibility. So I don't really know. Trump has now stands. pulled ahead in Ohio. Excellent. 70% uh, in. Polls are still open in Iowa. They're still open, I believe, in Michigan. They're still open in Wisconsin. We still have a long way to go. If you are listening to me and you are in any of these areas, including here in California, where uh, the polls are still open, every race is critical, not just voting for President Trump, but voting for all these congressional seats. Let us remind you of what the overall plan is. They don't even they don't even nec- they don't need Joe Biden in the White House if they get the Senate. And they get that. Well, I guess they they do need the White House. But you know what I mean? I'm being hyperbolic here. But let me remind you of what the plan is they have for us. The plan is that particularly if they get the Senate, their plan is to pack the Supreme Court. 
And if they pack the Supreme Court, yeah, down the road sometime, maybe we get a Republican, we might be able to throw in five or more Supremes. But but that's where they will literally have completely transformed America into their Marxist ideology through the Supreme Court. And there'll be no coming back. And there'll be no coming back from that. Joe Biden tweeted out in February, hey, you gun manufacturers, I'm coming for you. Make no mistake about it. They will they will what we are experiencing right now with these these government shutdowns with the excuse of of coronavirus is the kind of tyranny and control that will be over every aspect of our lives from telling us what we're allowed to eat. You've got Gavin Newsom here telling you how many people you're allowed to have in in, in your home for Thanksgiving. How'd that work out for you, Gavin? Well, well, he's he's got a court that ruled yesterday that he's no longer allowed to come up with any new executive orders. But that judge and that ruling, which is why I didn't spend a lot of time on it. It didn't overturn anything that he did. No, we still have we still it's all in place. We still have. And and it was really specific too to the fact that he did an executive order um, demanding and enforcing mail-in ballots to be everywhere. It still didn't do anything uh, in regards to all the other executive orders and all the other tyranny, like the fact that we've got his color-coded system. Where where is it, you know, where we've got uh, now, uh, the expectation is that Disneyland, all of our parks in California are going to be shut down for at least a year? On what basis, Potato Skins? Yeah, when you get Disney starting to push back, and I've heard murmurings, and they're one of the most liberal companies out there, uh, you need to release your hold, Gavin. You are crushing the state of California, and when Disney can't make it, enough's enough. Well, it's, there's, where are, there's, I just had surgery in a virtually empty hospital. Yes, case count, case count, case count, 99% recovery from this. This is a blatant exploitation for power, and that will, that is the blueprint for what will happen going forward. So, my point point is with that is you got to get out to vote. Get on the phone with people that you know to vote. Some interesting things today. Harmeet Dillon tweeted out she's on it. We know what's going on. The Republican Party knows what's going on in Pennsylvania. They know that poll workers were denied the ability to to watch and observe and to do their job, that they were denied entry. We know that they were turned away. We know that suspicious civilians were taking uh, boxes and of, of ballots out of the facility. So this has all been documented. Yeah, and they've been stuck at 17% reporting for a while now. Yeah. So we know that Georgia had an entire county that Trump won by 26%, the entire county down. Michigan had a county, I think, that Trump won. All the power was down. Now Georgia tonight, uh, I don't know if it's the same county, uh, They uh, their results, they had some uh, p- pipe burst where all the absentee ballots are, you know, how convenient. Look, we're in we're in it for the long, the long haul. And what we need to understand is that the Democrats are going to do everything that they can to steal this election. That's what these mail-in ballots are all about. We got to fight back. We we need to be prepared. Um, and, and we need to be joining President Trump in this fight if he wins re-election tonight. And I think he's got a good chance to win it. And I think that we need to be we need to be prepared to get in this fight um, because whether it, it, even if it even if Trump wins re-election, the Democrats are not going to give up until they achieve their their overall objective. Hey, real quick before yeah. break, eighty six percent in in North Carolina, and Trump is only a half a percentage point down now. <sighs> All right, I can't. You feeling a little bit better? Are you are you a nervous wreck? Can you run your own show? Because I'm going to go bang my head against the wall. You ain't going anywhere, man. And we don't want you to go anywhere either. Y'all come on back. We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. And then we shall return. They still not wanting to call Florida for Trump. We're over 90% in. Come on now.
Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. A-K, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I'm glad you're back on Twitter, my friend, Car- uh, uh, Potato Skins, because you got to follow Cat Turd if you don't follow Cat Turd. I don't, and I will tonight. Best account. So Cat Turd just retweeted, Trump is up 352,000 votes in Florida with 91% reporting, and guess who won't call it? Um, Adam Housley, though. Remember, do you remember Adam Housley? I do, yeah. Formerly of Fox News. He left there. He's just been busting them all day. He's He tweeted out without in, in a covert way. He just tweeted out, the controversy over Virginia is exactly why I hate media predictions based on previous numbers. Hey, I got an idea. Let's just wait for the numbers, he says. We're still voting out here. Anyways, so, yeah, well said. So um, other people are saying it looks like Trump is going to win Virginia. So um, uh, just, you know, we there's just so much. I mean, I'm happy to hear that Trump's likely to win Virginia. But look at look at the look at the electioneering behind that DJ Potato Skin. Oh, it's because, unbelievable! Because that, that was one of the first states called. Right, made no sense. It made no sense, and what it does is is what it's and what I believe it's meant to do is meant to uh, depress the vote. It's meant to make Trump supporters discouraged and not want to go out while polls are still voting. There's no reason they weren't they weren't just trying to beat the other media outlets. No, they're they're eager to call as much as they can for Biden and to suppress any calling um for for Trump. Uh Chris uh so I I think we're Not to make your blood pressure go up, yeah. but Trump is now 0.2% away in North Carolina. Wow. Look, we're in for a long night, but here's it is. One, it's he, not ending anytime soon. Here's one thing that I know for sure, and we've talked on ongoing about the fight that that uh, is ongoing in our country. You know, Ronald Reagan said that our freedoms are never more than a generation away, and we need to be fighting for our freedoms. And over eight years of the Obama administration, they were fighting to deny us our freedoms. They were fighting to to the, the using the cultural Marxist movement of social justice warrior stuff, this white privilege, and uh, which became critical race theory and undoing whiteness and in which you know in the black lives matter movement and all of that in the republican party we sat back and and didn't fight because we didn't realize the extent of which they were doing this and how it was seeping into every aspect of our lives we're aware now and what i hope is and uh, as we wrap up tonight's show potato skins i'm hoping that when we come in tomorrow that we're going to see a trump victory but even if he wins we need to be in this fight. We need to be using our voices. We need to be pushing back against big tech. We need to be we need to be standing up for our rights. We need to be standing up for our beliefs. We need to not be taking a knee to the mob. We need to be fighting with pride and take pride in our Judeo-Christian principles and values. We need to be in this fight, don't we? And why is because when Trump is at the end of his next term, and I'm going to go out and say it, that he's going to win tonight, when he's at the end of his next term, if we have not kept up the fight between now and the next four years, we will be dealing with this all over again. Well, we got the midterms. We'll have the midterms coming up. We need to make sure that, that, that those that we elect and reelect into, into Congress, which I hope will be Daryl Issa here in the 50th. We still have our polls open here in San Diego County in California till eight. Uh, we need to be holding them accountable. We need to be sending letters on the phone with them when policy opportunities come up and pushing for them. What we need right now is voter ID laws in this country. You well, know, we've, we've needed that for so long. We've needed that for so long. We need we need to repeal and replace Obamacare. There's just so many different policy initiatives that that we 
were part of President Trump's agenda. We need accountability. We need to drain the swamp. We need to see the Jim Comey's, the Andrew McCabe's and others. We need to see we need to see them held accountable and indicted. We need to see Christopher Ray fired. We need to see Bill Barr replaced with somebody who's not a 30 year old swamp, you know, dweller who's there to protect uh, the swamp. Um when it comes to, uh, if you're in San Diego and you haven't voted yet, when it comes to the propositions, one of our, our Facebook stream ended. We know that Facebook is shutting down conservatives tonight, but if no you're surprise. listening to me, uh, you know, we uh, vote yes on 22 and no on everything else. Just make it safe. Yes on 22. Um, Carves out an exemption for Uber drivers and Lyft to not be, to, for them to not be forced to be employees because if that happens, then uh, we lose Uber and Lyft and a whole lot of single moms and you know college people and you know uh, so many people that want to work as independent contractors will lose their jobs and we'll lose this vital service. Twenty and twenty-two are the just the the the, the two ones that are just a huge yes on my part. Right, I don't remember twenty. What was twenty? Was that the the parole one? Yes. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Um, all right. So you still standing by your prediction? I am. Uh, you know, I and hearing people like Tom really reassure me that you know when you, when obviously when you see things in the early stages go in the in the direction that you don't want, you freak out a little bit, and that's I think that's a natural reaction. But this is this night is barely beginning. We'll probably know by by the morning. I hope we have a decisive winner, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hold firm. It might not be a blowout, but I think Trump's gonna win. One of the things though that um, a, a certain sister of mine posted on Facebook earlier today, she was like, "I'm tired of hearing these people talking about as though both sides need to chill, and you know we got to make sure that whatever happens tonight, that we don't have people from either sides going and burning down businesses." There has not been an instance of Republican voters burning down businesses and beating up people and whacking business owners over the head with two by fours like we saw in um, Minneapolis or, or Portland or Chad, where Chaz and Chop or any of this business. That's not Republican voters. And, and, and even on top of the Michigan people that threatened that tried to kidnap Whitmer, they were not Trump supporters. This, so that is uh, that is uh, despicable. There is no moral equivalency between Trump supporters there. This that that's like in 2016 when they were trying to say that, oh, if Trump wins, there's going to be all these hate crimes. And you know what? Every report of a hate crime was a hoax. Did you have something you wanted to uh, share? An two update quick on? things. South Carolina just called by Fox News for President Trump. And President Trump is now ahead in Ohio, 50 point six to 48. We could be in for a good night, my friend. I'm I'm. I'm praying. That's I know what you, I'm going to say. I, you know what I didn't ask earlier is, and I know you don't drink, but there's a, everybody has all these drinking games, right? I'll, right? I'll do it with coffee. You do it with coffee now that you're back on the That's sauce. Right, back on the sauce. Yeah, are you going to stay up all night? Uh, you know what? I don't see any any other way through this. Yeah, caffeine's my friend tonight. Uh, it looks official that Senator Lindsey Graham has retained his Senate seat, and uh, you know I haven't been a friend of his, but yeah, Ohio, seventy four percent in, and I just missed uh, that number there. Um, it does 50.6 is what he got 50.6 compared to 48 compared to. Okay. So, uh, Montana's polls are closing soon. Um, when it comes to San Diego, we need to pray. We need, if you, if there's an hour left in the polls in San Diego, we need Daryl Issa. 
to win in the 50th. If you live in the 50th and you have not voted yet, please go out and vote. Vote no on everything but 20 uh, and, and uh, 22 on the propositions and um, vote for Daryl Issa in the 50th. He is our last bastion of hope here in Southern California. And a good one. And, and a good one. You know, and a good one. I mean, I could sit here and give some criticism for him in his years. But well, nobody's you know, because, because nobody's perfect. But he is he is does support President Trump and we need him. We desperately need him in office. Final thoughts, DJ Potato Skins, as we Final wrap thoughts up. is get out there. If your polls are open, and no matter what state you're listening us to, get out there and vote. Your vote matters. Don't even look at any of the polls we've been talking about, or not the polls, but the results, Fox News, CNN. Just go out and vote your heart, because in numbers is how President Trump is going to win re-election period. Yeah, we've got to have enough to overcome the shenanigans that are sure to come uh, with Pennsylvania and with Georgia, because they're still not calling Georgia, even though those polls have been closed for a while. Did you see any numbers on Georgia? No, just everything that we've been reporting all night. Last thing for Georgia, 55 to 43, and we have uh, 53% of the vote in. Well, we'll see. There's a reason why they ain't wanting to talk Georgia right now. What about Florida? 91% Fox News. Come on. Hey, we love you all. Pray for this country. Pray for President Trump. And we'll be right back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Trump 2020. Four more years.